Welcome to By the Fiberside, a knitting and spinning podcast from the southern edge of northern Alberta, Canada. Episode 49, Gaining Momentum. Today I finished up most of my Christmas shopping. I got a pretty early start on it, but then lost momentum sometime over the last couple of weeks. I know a lot of you are probably saying, it's not even December yet. You're doing pretty well for being mostly done before December. And you'd be right. But I'm also one of the last ones in our family finished up with the shopping. And a few weeks ago, I felt like I was on course to be one of the first. It's not that I haven't thought about doing the Christmas shopping. There's been a lot of thinking going on, and also self-encouragement to just go upstairs, turn on the computer, and start seeing what's left in the budget and on people's Christmas lists. But it never got any further than that. Probably the reason it happened today was because I had to turn on the computer for the podcast. If not for that, I might still be sitting on the couch with a cat in my lap, once again deciding that my book or my knitting was a better use of my time. But it's more than just the Christmas shopping I've lost momentum on recently. Homework, knitting, unpacking, spinning, all of them have hit a bump in the road that I'm finding it hard to get over and get going again. There could be any number of reasons. It could be this lovely prescription that only seems to make me sleep more during the day when I can, and less at night, or the fact that we're less than one month away from longest night and I am starting to feel the lack of daylight hours. It could be because I was so sick for so long I've lost my normal pace. Or it could be that winter's final arrival, with cold temperatures and excessive snowfalls, have increased the aches and pains that this year seem so much worse than years before. I learned to drive a little later than 16, late enough that we'd covered friction and momentum in high school physics before I was really seriously behind the wheel. I remember what an eye-opener it was to me to realize that once you got to speed, you could ease off the gas. Your momentum would keep you going, and you only had to apply enough gas to counteract the effects of friction to maintain your speed. Where you really had to expend your energy was in getting up to speed, and then again when friction went up, like going up a hill or hitting mud or rough road. As fiber artists, we know about momentum in our work as well. We talk about projects stalling or dragging or just flying by. We know that a complex pattern with no easily memorizable repeat will take longer than feather and fan or garter stitch. We know that a lace pattern with lace on both sides will take longer than one with a plain pearl row between pattern rows. We know that having an appropriate wheel or ratio will make spinning certain yarns, bulky or lace weight, a lot easier and faster. We are well acquainted with friction in our work, and any fiber artist who says they're not either hasn't been doing it for very long or is living in denial. One of the main kinds of fiber arts friction is the learning curve, or maybe I should say the constant, unending learning that we do. I love my electric spinning wheel, but I am sure glad it wasn't the first piece of equipment I bought for spinning. When I sit down with the e-spinner, my hands do what they do automatically, and my brain is only present enough to make sure I'm not changing the grist of my singles. 
I can do that because I spent a year learning to spin on a spindle and another four spinning on treadle-powered spinning wheels. The friction caused by learning how to handle the fiber, how to control the size of the singles, how to control how much twist is in the singles, all that happened before a momentum-based tool like the electric spinner with Woolly Winder entered my life. I'm not saying it's impossible to learn to spin on an electric spinning wheel, but not having the ability to slow down, take stock, fix mistakes, and easily adjust my speed would probably have made it that much harder for me. By the same token, though, I'm not done learning about spinning. There are new fibers to try, new tools to explore, new techniques to learn. As I'm learning these things, I'm constantly thinking about where they can be applied in other parts of my spinning. Whether on spindles or different wheels, or even the slightly more frictionless system on the e-spinner. The learning never stops, and there's always some new hill or bump that will slow me down for a while, until I get over it and back up to speed. Today has been a little better for me. Not only did I do the Christmas shopping, but I cooked a meal, sent in my teaching proposals for a conference, ran the Roomba, emptied the dishwasher, and knit on my Christmas shawl. And although I did take a nap, it wasn't as long of one as they have been of late. Today, at least, it seems like I'm gaining back a little bit of speed. I just need to keep the momentum going. Thanks for listening. This is by the fiber side. Fiber Week. Well, it's been two weeks since the last edition of the Fiber Week segment, and I wish I had something to tell you. I don't. I got everything blocked, um, which was good, and into my binder, but I wasn't able to sit down and type anything into the computer. I only have still the one single spun of the white for the blending exercise. Nothing. I mean, I grant you I was in Calgary last weekend, which was a story in and of itself. I ended up having to drive down myself on Saturday and then back on Sunday. And, uh, and yeah, I've spent most of the week sleeping and any chance I can get, um, or just sitting and figuring out why my brain doesn't want to work. So I've been reading, I've been doing a little bit of knitting, but that's about it. The week before, again, uh, the Wednesday I had off, it was, uh, a little crazy. I ran around for most of the morning, came home and had a late lunch, and then slept all afternoon. So, uh, yeah, I really kind of feel like I have lost the momentum on it. But hopefully I can get back to it. I'm going to call my doctor, see if I can get an appointment this week. If not, the week after. We never talked about what, if this drug is working, is supposed to feel like. And the only thing that it seems to be doing is improving my sleep charts. My pain isn't any better. In fact, sometimes it's worse. And like I said, I've been sleeping a lot, a lot more than I would like. So, so I don't know. I have to go talk to him about if that's right or not. But hopefully I can get through this. At the very least, the nausea is gone. 
so I can actually eat again, which is nice. But I have not much to say about Fiber Week. The uh, the only thing I will say is that I heard from Marg. She is marked for my book and uh, didn't tell me what my marks were, but said that my spinning was great and my scarf was lovely. So I'm assuming that means I passed. Anyway, she's going to be sending in the marks and I'm going to, if the weather improves slightly, I'll either make arrangements to go out and see her or we'll use the railroad to uh, get my book back. So I'm feeling good about that. I don't know what marks I got, but I'm interested to get it back and uh, hear her comments. And, uh, and then I can start, you know, going through the level three stuff with you as well, based on, you know, the, the comments that I've received. So anyway, so next episode is in two weeks. It's just before Christmas. Oh my goodness. Is that really just before Christmas? Oh, well, the good thing is I'm not knitting any Christmas presents, so I should be able to get some of the spinning done. I'm, I am going to be doing the Gray's exercise. Hopefully I'll be able to sit down and spin tomorrow night and get that one skein done so that I can see how much I have to blend. So that's a very short and not particularly satisfying Fiber Week update. Fiber Notes. There's a little bit more to say, although not much, in Fiber Notes. I got the second skein of the body color for the branching out shawl. I managed to drive down to the loop on Sunday before I went over to see Mike's mom and uh, went in there and went to the counter and said, that uh, that I have a skein on hold, and the person behind the counter said, oh, okay, what's your name? And I noticed she was speaking with a British accent, and I'm like, hmm, you know, the person that designed this shawl, I know she's from Britain, because I am, I, we have a mutual friend up here in Edmonton, and I've heard about her. But I'm like, ah, I'm not going to ask, right? I'm not going to ask. And then uh, I brought out the shawl and put it on the counter so we could compare the colors, and it was pretty close, so decided to buy it and and she said you know I've knit this shawl twice and I was like hmm hmm still not gonna ask and we chatted a bit about it and so on and so forth and I said well I'm just gonna look around a little bit more and and uh, so I did and then uh, then another uh, customer came into the store and greeted her and said hey Claire and I'm like oh, okay yeah that's the designer of the shawl okay <laughs> Oh man. Anyway, so when I went to go uh, um, buy my buy my things, I uh, I said, "So, are you Claire?" And she said, "Yes, I am." I said, "Oh, I'm a friend of Colleen's." Oh, okay. And we chatted a bit about that, and I said, "Oh, I'm I'm also a, a friend of uh, of Heather's." Oh, really? Yes, yes. She said, "Oh, you know, it's funny. I was at the Calgary Fiber Arts Fair, and and I said you were because." because I'd, I'd heard from my parents because I wanted to buy some of her stitch markers. Then I'd heard from my parents that she wasn't there. She said, yeah, I was there early to drop some stuff off. And I bought this beautiful wooden yarn bowl with this travel attachment. And I'm like, oh, really? That's my dad. <laughs> 
She said, really? <laughs> anyway, she said that the yarn bowl that she bought was actually wood that was from uh, Heather's dad's tree. So we laughed a lot about how small the fiber arts community actually is because suddenly, you know, we had like three different connections <laughs> all at once. So it was really fun just chatting with her and and uh, and all. And hopefully, um, it really wasn't possible this time, but I'd really like to sit down with her at some point and get a, get a quick interview. So if you're listening, I'd love to interview you, Claire. Um, and I mean, not over Christmas, obviously, but maybe if we could Skype or, or what have you, we'll figure something out either the next time I'm in Calgary or over Skype. So anyhow, so I got the skein, I came home, I wound it. Actually, first, the first thing I did was I knit the rest of what I had and I almost, almost got through a row. So close. I was about, I don't know, like 40 stitches away from finishing the row. So then I put on the other skein, knit the last three rows, and we talked about, she said that I could probably do a uh, an additional repeat before I started the border, based on uh, a half a skein for the border. But when I weighed out the skein from the kit, it I think I believe, I believe it came out to like one third of a skein of that particular yarn instead of half. So I'm like, eh, I don't want to chance it. And I'm glad I didn't because currently the rows are are about 550 stitches a piece, and I still have, I think, two or two pattern rows to go before the end. So they're taking a long time, but I am three rows away from finishing the border of my Christmas shawl. That means I can block that, and I can block Star Maiden, hopefully next weekend. So that's good. Anyway, it was fun. It was just, you just never know who you're going to meet, right? And I just, the world's so small. The fiber world, it's pretty small. So it's, it's nice. And I love it. I love the shawl. I cannot wait until it's, it's finished and blocked. It's going to be beautiful. Um, I've also been working a little bit on a cereal. Those of you on my Facebook page will note that I posted a picture of it and said, do you think I can get two Christmas shawls done? <laughs> See, that's another one with the whole momentum thing. Like, I love that shawl. It's a, it's a nice pattern. It's a beautiful yarn. And yet I can never seem to keep going on it. I'm not sure why. So that would be nice to, to finish off, but probably not for Christmas. Christmas is very close now. I'll be happy to get one shawl done. But possibly Star Maiden will match my other Christmas outfit, so then I can have two. It's all good. My socks are ready for the gusset. I just have to decide what kind of gusset and heel I'm going to do. And I did spin a little bit on the merino yak and silk, but not too much. Again, I've been I've been doing a lot of I've just been reading or sitting or sleeping. I hate that. Apparently I need it, but I still hate it. So Hopefully I can pick it back up again. But uh, that's all I've got for now for Fiber Notes. By the Wayside So I went to Calgary last weekend, and my sister 
we we did chat and she had brought her long languishing cross stitch project and i brought home all of the cross stitch stuff that i had uh stored at my parents after what had, what had happened was that my hands got really really bad and i realized that i wouldn't be able to do cross stitching much ever and uh and i had sent a note this was way way back like eight seven or eight years ago i sent a note to my mom and my sister saying any of this any of i've got all i've got this stuff that i'm just going to either sell or donate to charity or what have you um if you want any of it let me know and my mom had written back and said you sound so sad about it why don't you let me store it for you and then if you ever are able to you can you can come and get it which was really lovely and it made me cry at the time because I was very sad about it. So I brought it all up because now we have a new house and I might as well have it here. And, and it was funny. So I, I went through the stuff that I had there and there was this, this project that was started and I honestly don't remember starting it. But I mean, I, I, I remember it, it was me. It was definitely me. I know that it was me that did what was done on it. But I don't remember why I was doing it. It's not really my style. And my mom and I were looking at it and I, I, I commented, I said, this isn't really my style. She's like, no, it's not. Why were you doing it? Honestly, I think I was doing it for my parents. So who knows about that one? Um, and I also came home with, uh, I came home with that and I came home with one of mom's uh, cross-stitch projects that's been languishing as well. So I came home with three things that could do for by the wayside at this point. But I decided to do my sister's first. And the reason is it's about two-thirds done, and it won't take two years to finish. So I kind of thought, you know, plus it's the oldest one. It, it really is. She was working on that when we were both living at home. So that's even older than the tapestry. So I wanted to do that one. Uh, so what it is, it's uh, Christmas Elegance from Mirabilia. I'll put a link to the pattern in the show notes, as well as a photo of the way it is right now, or rather the way it was before I started working on it last night. I did a little bit, not much. I didn't actually get started until eight o'clock. It was a, another night where I just could not get going. So, so not much has been done, but hey, it's a start. It's very pretty, bright colors, and uh, lots and lots and lots of beads, which will be the last thing that I do on it. So hopefully I can get that done. Certainly not for Christmas, um, but it kind of puts me in the mood too. Now we're, we've got snow. We got about two feet of snow over 36 hours. That was fun. And uh, people are starting to put up Christmas lights in the neighborhood. And December 1st is tomorrow. We can actually start listening to Christmas music, at least in this house. And it's the first Sunday in Advent. So happy first Sunday in Advent to everybody. And I hope that you're all getting in the Christmas spirit and not feeling down about the season. I know there's, it happens, but let's just try and remember like peace and goodwill and love and happiness and togetherness. Anyway. By the Wayside will now be um, this project. And I'm 
really looking forward. And I know maybe I should be doing something for myself. You're saying, yeah, and maybe someday, but I do most of my knitting for myself. So at least for by the wayside, I can do things for other people. Thank you for joining me for episode 49. By the Fiberside is a bi-weekly podcast, and I look forward to bringing you episode 50 on December 14th, 2014. Show notes for this episode can be found at www.bythefiberside.com. Join the discussion on Facebook or Ravelry. If you need to get in touch with me directly, you can email me at ness, as in Loch Ness, at bythefiberside.com. Thanks again for listening. This is by the fiber side.